welcome to the Herald and Modcast. Welcome to the Herald and Modcast, folks. And we are here with an incredibly special guest. Ready to party, ready to throw it down. With Erwin Keyes, the, the legendary character actor known for many horror movies and great films over the years. Some of his oh, yeah. many 97 credits on, uh, on IMDb. F- on film and television. Yeah, I think that's uh, just the movies, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm not sure. I just uh, I stopped counting. I, it's very Cause, impressive. Because they've actually missed a few. Oh, oh really? they have? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, shame on them. But uh, shame just on them. to name a few, uh, Stardust Memories, The Flintstones, 1 and 2, House of a Thousand Corpses. By Rob Zombie. Intolerable, Intolerable Cruelty. Coen Brothers. Friday the 13th. Endless credits. So, Erwin, yeah. we have so much to talk to you about today. We wanted to start kind of by hearing a little bit about how you got started. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um that's a good question. And where did you where did you start? I started at a young age. Um, I was in college, and um, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. But anyway, uh, uh, so I was in college, and uh, I was approached to be in a play, and I I hadn't done anything like that. And I said sure, and um, I did the lower depths, played the lower depths. Okay. The lower depths. Yeah, by uh, uh, Maxim Gorky. I played a role in that. And uh, I realized. Yeah, this was in in upstate New York. Okay. College. Wow. At uh, New Paltz, New Paltz University. And I realized, hey, I could finally do something right. (laughs) I said, why don't don't I uh, do this and then we'll see where it goes? And right after college, I got involved in in a summer stock theater right in the area. Oh yeah, and uh, which I actually did for two seasons. Uh, I did. Oh, we 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 were putting on like uh, eight plays in, in two months. Uh, it was like every. It was it was never stopped. Oh, you got until a lot of the money ran out. Uh-huh. Then it stopped. <laughs> Covered a lot of ground. The second though. season, yeah, 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 totally. That's it, great. It ended the second season there. It was at the Hyde Park Playhouse. Yeah. Which which was owned by Theodore by uh, Franklin Roosevelt and. Uh, uh, and from there, I t- went to New York, and uh, it took a while. I had to lo- knock on a lot of doors and figure out how do you get into show business in New York, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people there and a lot of a lot of people of trying course. to knock on doors. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I started doing extra work, and uh, and that led to parts. I actually got parts. I got picked out for parts. Great. Yeah, like Woody Allen picked me out of a crowd scene. That's how you got into working with Woody Allen. Talk about that a little bit. Tell us about that. Yeah, we watched that scene. Yeah, I was a cesarean. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was hilarious. Probably one of the funniest lines in the movie. You did. It was great. Turned out to be. Yeah, and uh, uh, the the story is uh, we were extras. We were doing a scene at the planting fields on Long Island, Mm -hmm. and uh, they had these balloons going up in the air, and they. They had to paint the grass green because it was the middle of winter. No sh- and they, wow. they were inches away from snow. And uh, uh, things were pretty, pretty cold. And it was basically a sunrise or sunset shot because uh-huh. there was balloons going in the air with the, these big balloons with the sun. Oh, sure. Right. You know, and the rest of the time we sat on the bus for a whole week. For a shot, that should have taken like one day. You sat wow. on the bus? Wait, what do you mean you sat on the bus? Well, well for a whole the week? Uh, background, we all sat on this big 
school bus. And, oh, okay. Well, we waited but until we finally could shoot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they had girls there in bikinis. And, oh, uh, all right. Wow. Well, it wasn't a total freezing, loss for you. the little tutus. <laughs> oh, they're freezing in the bikinis, huh? Yeah, yeah because of the weather, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, you could never tell that that was the case, that that was the weather. I had no yeah. idea. It was pretty bad. And, uh, well, anyway, so that was the scene. And uh, finally, finally, I guess he got the shot in after after a week there. And uh, wow. six months later, I got a call from the casting office and uh, this guy Ricardo, who talks in threes, mm. called me up, and he goes, "Irwin, Irwin, Irwin, I got good news, news, news. Yes, yes, Woody Allen, Woody Allen, Woody Allen. He's a part for you. Wow, oh, you know." And uh, uh, he was so happy. Yeah. And then he said, "Don't worry, you're going to hear from us soon, soon, real soon." <laughs> That's great. And, uh, uh, so I got a call, and uh, I went to the set in New Jersey. It was uh, on a boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, now when we were we were back in the planning fields, the background loved to talk to each other and tell you this and tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And the word that was out was never look Woody Allen in the eyes. Really? Wow. If you look Woody Allen in the eyes, he cuts you out. What? He doesn't like people looking You're... at him in the eyes. Oh, he gets weird. very really? nervous, and he'll cut you out of his movie. Oh, wow. wow. So, Sounds pretty eccentric. Sounds yeah, pretty Woody sounds Allen-like. Eccentric. Yeah. So here I was. I'm a fresh actor, new actor in town, and I hear this, and uh, I soak it all up. And then six months later, I'm on the set, and I'm saying to myself, what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing here. And then Woody Allen comes over to me, and... Doesn't look at me in the eyes. He look at, looks me in my ear and starts whispering. He say, says, okay, are you going to say this and this and this and this and this when I come up to you? Okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Action. He walks up. To, I walk up to him and, and I go, Sandy, Sandy, can I have your autograph? I'm a cesarean. Cut, cut, cut. cut. <laughs> you got to look at me in my eyes. Oh. You got to look at me in my <laughs> eyes. No way. That's so, awesome. So that was his direction to me. And, of course, we shot it again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Once he gave me the direction, we shot it again. Wow. And the moral of the story is never, ever, ever listen to extras. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Background. Yeah. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. It's all rumors. And, it's yeah. all rumors. It's all, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. By the time it gets to, I, I can uh, attest to that. I've done yeah. some background work. That's and, fantastic. Uh, what, what was it like to work with Woody Allen? Yeah, that you movie. With most of the movies about incredible people. Well, in your career. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that movie, it's, uh, Odie Allen's character Sandy plays, like, so close to what I feel like his real life was back then, maybe. He was, he was being himself. Yeah. You know, uh, he, uh, he's a stand-up comic, and, uh, yeah. he's always trying to be funny. Right. Yeah. You know, and, but, 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 but not funny funny, mm. but, you know, dry funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Of course, and, of course. Uh, I mean... But I can't, I mean, I only was there, you know, 10 or 15, 10 minutes and we're done. Oh, that's great. It's a memorable scene, though. Folks out there, yeah. uh, if you haven't seen Stardust Memories, you should watch it just for it's a It's on Netflix. Scene. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, Netflix and it's incredibly memorable. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. One thing I wanted to note, uh, you have done a lot of horror films in your career. And 
it's interesting to note that you happen to be from Amityville, New York. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good old Amityville. Yeah, speaking of which, speaking right? Speaking of which, which, which I don't is... know if the two correlate, but uh, it's something that we thought was interesting. I think that was just uh, accidental. We were living in Amityville, and later on, they started making the movie about that famous that famous house, the DeFeos. Mm. Yes, and it's a true story. Yeah, every word in that is true. Uh, Ooh, they try to deny it over the years. They've tried to deny it. Yeah, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. I read the book, the original book, and it was yeah. terrifying. It was it's absolutely terrifying. terrifying. Were you? What years were you there then? Were you there during the actual incident or afterwards or before? Or, do you remember? I, that happened later. Okay. Okay. You know, but I mean, but it, ha- it was going on all that time. Yeah. So I guess I was there. I mean, it was this, it's a strange place. Strange place. <laughs> yeah. It was a good town. I liked Amityville. You liked growing up there? Yeah. yeah. So coincidence on the horror genre, but how how did it come about that you kind of ended up in this interesting genre? I, I mean... I mean, noteworthy. House uh, of a Thousand Corpses, Friday, Friday the 13th, 13th, The Exterminator movies. One and two, which are so awesome, so by the way. So awesome. Some of your best work is <laughs> Exterminator 1 and 2. Well, Friday the 13th was, uh, uh, I had done uh, three movies for Sean before that. Yeah. You know, these were, he was looking for non-union actors to oh, work yeah. for him. And uh, uh, he was looking for non-union actors uh, uh, to work for him. Sure. And uh, he was doing these, uh, it was the same movie in the different sports. He did a football movie. He did a soccer movie. He did a baseball movie. Oh, yeah. And uh, in, the, in each of those movies, they were non-union and low budget. And I played the same character. Basically, the coach was, uh, was, into, was a gambler, sports gambler. Yeah. And he owed a lot of money to the, to the mob. <laughs> and I was the guy who went to collect it. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh man, I, I may have worn different clothes. It's a reoccurring character, movie, but it was the same character in all three movies. Wow! And then then he came, decided to go back and do another horror movie, and he had this Friday the Thirteenth. And he called him, called me up, and said, oh, "I got a little something for you, and it's not a big thing. Right? It's no big deal." And uh, we shot it in 1977. Wow. Really? Okay. And it took them three years to finally get a distributor. It wow. didn't come out till 1980. That's right. Yeah. So uh, it took them three years, and, and, and then it became a super, super horror classic uh, leader in the field, which turned into, I don't know how many, 20, 25 movies uh, now. Yeah, incredible. Oh, over yeah. the years. Did you have any idea that it was going to be such a cult hit? We never did. Favorite? We never did. And I've talked with Betsy Palmer, and she says all the others are a bunch of bullshit. That uh, <laughs> the only good movie, the, the only one was ours, and uh, 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 was our movie, and the others were all ripoffs just to make money. Easily, yeah. Yeah, it just sort of did kept going. Did I say going. the wrong word? No. No, please. Bullshit. <laughs> okay. It's bullshit away. <laughs> Not at Bullshit's all. Okay. <laughs> Bullshit's yeah. okay on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all types of shit. Cow shit. Right, horse shit. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what she said. She said, the others are all fake, and and I don't care. You know, uh, ours was the only real one. Yeah. And it's the only one she worked in was the first one, Betsy Palmer. Oh, yeah. Kevin Bacon. Kevin yeah, Bacon was, was serious, in the original uh, one. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, uh, uh. Great classic. It's a little movie, and uh, 
they never thought it was going to go anywhere. But it sure did. And, and yeah. then and talk about Rob Zombie because I, I you worked with him in a th- House thousand, of Thousand, thousand Corpses. corpses. And what oh, was that, that experience like? That was like? later on, back in uh, back in. Uh, that was much later on. Two thousand three, yeah. I believe. Two thousand three sounds right. Uh, when we did the movie, it took that took him five years to get out. Wow. Five years? Wow. wow. I had no idea. Yeah, it took a long time because uh, uh, it was first made for Universal, which was owned by at the time by a French company. By, oh. the, the, it, that's Seagram's right. Had Seagram's had sold the, it. No, first it was made for Seagram's. Okay. And then uh, Seagram's, the, the Seagram's was bought out by this French company mm-hmm. that only wanted to make light comedies and uh, and TV. Oh man! And, okay. And here they had Rob Zombie's movie, which was just about ready to come out. Yeah. And they said, "No way, ho! No way! Uh, we're not uh, releasing. The, we're the House of Frankenstein, and we're not releasing this horror film. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, that's yeah. House of a Thousand. We're not releasing it. Wow! So Rob, it's Rob had to raise the money to buy the movie back. Really? Oh, wow. From Universal. Oof. He said he bought, eventually he raised the money and bought it back. That took time. And then he uh, uh, for, yeah. then he had to find a distributor, which took more time. Right. So that's why, and I don't know if you remember, he, he would, we had a, he had a thing on the internet. He had a, because uh, people kept, I can't tell you how many hundreds of people came up to me at, at autograph shows saying, mm. when's the movie coming out? Mm-hmm. When's that House of a Thousand Corpses? Wow. They can't wait. They love Rob Zombie. They want to see it. They got to, they want to see it yeah. now. Right. You know, I mean, hundreds of people. Sure. And uh, all it did was build up this big suspense for this movie, and when it came out, it knocked them on their socks. And unfortunately, yeah. it was originally supposed to open at 1,200 theaters, mm-hmm. and Lionsgate changed the, their, the number of theaters to 600. Oh, wow. Oh. They only made 600 prints, oh. maybe 601 prints. Yeah. So Rob had one print and then 600 prints. And as a result, the movie uh, got to half the houses, and there were so many people would say, "Oh, I had to drive 400 miles to see the movie." Shit. Wow! Or I had to drive, I had to drive a thousand miles to see the movie, and uh, uh, it didn't make a lot of money in the movies, mm-hmm. right? But, but when it went to DVD, mm-hmm. it, it really knocked them dead. Yeah. They couldn't believe all the money it made on oh, DVD. Yeah. Uh, it did so well on DVD, and now they play it all the time on uh, uh, VH1. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah, and every Halloween it gets played. Independent channel. Yeah, I remember as like a kid when that movie came out, and it was on DVD, and like you're for we gotta yeah. rent this movie. There was so much sensation about that movie at the time. It was like no other horror movie. It's completely over the top, super gory. And, yeah, and I didn't realize that was you in the beginning of that yeah. opening scene with the bank or the gas, the robbers, and you right. the you club them. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. great. It was a classic. Them. Became yeah. an instant classic. It was. It because was because it was a good. It was a great movie. It was scary. Not a good movie. A great horror great. movie. Scared the pants off of you. Oh yeah, the yeah. gore factors of the you know the people didn't expect his face. It. Plus, it made you laugh. And it did yeah. make you laugh. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Captain Sid Haig. Spaulding yeah. Started yeah. You laugh. Captain Spaulding and Sid Haig is a great actor. He's, yeah. And that yeah. character was really sharp. That's a really unique character. Yeah. The clown and that that accent and that face and the teeth. The look the best of thing it. he ever did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd yeah. say so. Where'd you shoot the film? Because we were watching it, 
And the yeah. scene when you go the, in the very beginning we, when you're in it and they go through the murder ride. I was yeah, you're pushing where, the murder that ride. That was so much fun. I was wondering where that was all shot and where we could go take that ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't take the murder ride itself, but you could go where they shot it. it basically, if you took Avenue Q from Lancaster uh-huh. mm-hmm. and you just kept driving into the, into the high desert and you start hitting all the... Uh, uh, all the Joshua trees, oh, and you keep okay. going and keep going till you till it becomes a dirt road, and then keep going some more. Yeah, and eventually you come to this set. There's a permanent set out there. It's a diner with a hotel. Can with a hotel. Wow. And they turned that into the uh, into the Spalding Museum. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's clever. With the gas station and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And all the yeah. all the memorabilia and all the we'll freaks of nature. We'll have to take a little trip out there. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Yeah. Well, I heard that Rob went went to the Universal Prop House and he took everything he can get his hands <laughs> on. Him. Oh, that's great. <laughs> everything, everything in the data, all the way back to there are things on that on that uh, on the murder ride that go yeah. back to. Uh, uh, Back to the original Frankenstein movie. Really? Some of those, some of those cathoids. Yeah, yeah. That were in the, in the scene. Yeah, and, and Boris uh, Karloff and, and all he that used stuff it throughout the movie. Wow, you don't say. Yeah. It's very atmospheric, and it's it, it really yeah. the film is is so much fun to yeah. watch, and it really delivers, especially if you're a fan of the genre. Now I oh, didn't yeah. have I didn't have a lot of dialogue in it. I was more of an action part. Yeah. That I had, but I did have one thing. That uh, we were shooting the the robbery first. First, we did the robbery. And, oh yeah! And uh, I went to I took Rob Zombie to the side, and I said, "Hey, Rob, I have this incredible horror laugh." Now I got <laughs> to tell you, I'm making this all up. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't know. I just. I just wanted to do yeah. something special in the Contribute, movie. Contribute, yeah. And he goes, "What is a horror laugh?" <laughs> <laughs> and I go, um, it goes something like this. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like Hills Have Eyes, like Dr. Demento. Anyway, anyway, Rob, it killed, it, you know, while I'm doing, talking with him, the, all the crew are going, what are they saying? What's going on? What are they talking about? Wow. It's, you know, because anytime Rob talked, because he didn't do a lot of talking. Yeah, no. He, he oh. did mostly listening. That's interesting. Because it was his first yeah. movie, and um, he was trying to learn how to do it. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he did a lot of listening. Wow. And, uh, he, he liked it, and he ends up using my laugh throughout the entire movie. Yes. Yeah. If you listen closely to the uh, soundtrack, you yeah. hear my la- that laughter. Yeah, and the ADR and stuff. It's all in there. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah. Very interesting. That's cool. You pitched that to him, and it, it works. It's such a menacing laugh, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah, fit the movie, fit the bill, totally. That's he, really neat. He just loved it. He just it just worked. It, it's yeah. lovable. It Irwin. is. Well, you remember it up top in the bank robbery scene. Once the guy's already on the ground, you clubbed him in the head, and you start laughing. Yeah, it's super so maniacal. Start laughing and yeah. going. Well, laugh? most of all, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So, in addition to Rob Zombie, I just want to name off some of the people that you've worked with because it's incredibly impressive. George Clooney. We said Woody Allen, the Cohen brothers. The Cohens. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, John Goodman, Rosie O. 
Donnell, Halle Berry, Charles Bronson, Tim yeah. Conway, Don Knotts, yes. Kevin Bacon, Bruce Willis, Ed O'Neill, Malcolm McDowell, Rodney Dangerfield, Dom DeLuise, Robert Patrick. Yeah. I mean, Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's an incredible list of people. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth oh, Taylor. Yeah. Tell wow. us about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. well she played uh, the Mother Pearl in the Flintstones. That's oh, yeah. correct. Of course. And... Uh, the day that she came to the set, they put out a red carpet, yeah. and we all had to wear these badges, and it was super security the whole week that she was there, uh-huh. And because uh, they were very appreciative that she agreed to Good do to this. Do. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure, sure. High alert. And they said to us, don't talk to her, don't look at her, <laughs> just stay away from her, because yeah. she likes her privacy, uh-huh. blah, 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 wow. blah. Well, halfway through the shoot, I'm sitting... That's kind of like me. I kind of sit on my own, away from people, yeah. so I could concentrate when I'm on a set. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sitting there at this table in the back, minding my own business, and who comes over and sits next to me but Elizabeth Taylor? You're kidding. Wow. And, uh, well, the next thing you know, we start having conversation about her dog, <laughs> and... and uh, it was very nice. Yeah, she was friendly was and approachable. Was she beautiful? Did she have the beautiful violet eyes? She ha- she has the uh, these eyes that you you know. Really? I've never seen eyes like those before or since. Wow. She has the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. Wow. Really? The legend is true. And she just was a great person. And she mm-hmm. was. And here she hadn't acted in ten years and came back and did the Flintstones. Yeah. And she yes. was incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She was a, a good actress, and you can't take her take it away from her. Yeah, she must have been what sixty plus seventy plus she, then. She got seventy, I think. Seventy. At the time. Time, yeah. Wow. We're up there. Yeah. Yeah, you got to hand it to her. Total yeah. legacy. Y- your many credits include a lot of television as well. Uh, mm-hmm. the Jeffersons. We watched this great double episode of you on the Jeffersons. Well, it's funny. It goes back to that first those three baseball, uh, football that movie where you, that is those movies where you play a bodyguard. It reappears in your career time yeah. and time again as Hugo, and then again as Wheezy Joe. That goes way back to uh, yeah. uh, this idea to play gangsters. Yeah. And um, I had this great coat and this hat, this fedora. I took a photograph. And I used that photograph for years as for as my acting picture. And it always got me work. Yeah. It opened up the doors. And, uh, wow. uh, uh, and I've done funny bad guys. And I've done good yeah, Good serious bad guys, bad guys, you know. And, yeah, gone both ways. What's your favorite? Like, do you like to be bad or do you like to be good? <laughs> I like being kind of funny, funny bad guy. Okay. Yeah, like Weezy you know, Joe. Like yeah. Weezy Joe. Don't, they don't expect it. Like Weezy Joe. Weezy what a Joe's, great part that was. I know it's so intolerable fun. cruelty. Oh, the well, that was show. hell to get that part. Uh, oh, tell really? Us about yes, it. please tell us that 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 cast casting that part. Um, it was the hottest day of the year, and uh, I went over to the Formosa Studios. And uh, uh, it was, you know, very little air conditioning there. And they had me waiting over an hour. Oh, wow. And uh, they did offer me water. But I'm one of those people, I'm kind of shy about taking anything from people. Uh Yeah. So um, I said, no, I'll be fine. And I go into into the office there. And apparently the casting director, uh, Ellen Chenoweth, knew me from New York. And, of course, I couldn't place her. Oh, that's fine. I have face nesia and name nesia. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but okay, you knew me good. And we start to read, and she kept stopping me. 
and saying, no, you say it like this. And then she goes, we go back to the beginning. And we, it was six pages of dialogue. Uh-huh. And we had to go back to the beginning and kept going over and over from the beginning. Go wow. back to the beginning. Go, no, that's wrong. Back to the beginning. Wow, wow. Until we, until we finally got through it. And then as we're getting toward the end there, here, here's Wheezy Joe, and he has to wheeze. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm starting to, I've been wheezing and wheezing, and finally I started coughing. And choke, I was choked. And, uh, like personally, you actually I was actually choking. choking. Okay. Too much dialogue. And uh, she goes, oh, let's get you some water right away. So we ran out and got me some water. Hmm. And uh, I was so embarrassed. I'm walking, and uh, when we finished up, yeah, I walk out of that office and I start punching myself and I start going, "Fuck me, fuck me." What? Wow. <laughs> I could have had that part. Fuck yeah. Me. And I did that. The fuck me's all the way to my car, and I got in the car, and I stopped, and I uh, looked myself in the mirror. And I said, "That's it. Let's forget about it. You know, it's over." Move wow. on to the next job. Sure. Okay. That's a pro. And uh, I pulled out of there. Hot day. Then a week later, I get a phone call up. They, they, they want you back to do it for the, the Cone Brothers. Oh, wow. wow that's... So the Cone Brothers, I, you know, I'm waiting my turn. And uh, uh, I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Was there a bunch of Wheezy Joes in, like, their waiting room at all? Was there, like, a there bunch of... One. There was one. other Wheezy Joe? There was a little fat guy wearing a gangster suit and a hat. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I'm there praying to, to my angels and minding my own business. Mm. And uh, he wanted to start a conversation. I oh, wouldn't. No. No yeah, no. I don't like no talking way. at auditions. I Distracting. like being left alone. And he goes in. He wasn't in there more than three minutes. Mm. And he comes out and he looks at me and goes, You can go home. I got the part. No Aww. way. Really? What? I look at him and I smile. <laughs> And I say to myself, what does this guy think? I'm stupid? Yeah. yeah my <laughs> I know that old trick. Yeah, the head gave. He's not, yeah. yeah, he's not going to psych me out. Yeah. Well, it's my turn, man. I'm going to get the part. <laughs> so then I go in, right? And, and there are the two Cone brothers sitting on the couch. And uh, Ellen's over there. And I said to myself, I'm going to read with her. And I don't care if I get the part or not. I'm going to read with her and prove to her that I can actually do this the way she wanted it. Mm. Wow, that's great. And that was that was my intention, and I start reading with her, and I start hearing laughter in the back there, and uh, the two Cone brothers are laughing and scratching. And when we're done doing the six pages, I look over, and they're on the floor laughing. No way, wow. they were on the floor. Wow, and they get up, they sit back on the couch, and they go, "Can you do it again?" <laughs> really, that's so, so funny. No problem. So we start doing it again, and now I have the casting director's eye. Right. Yeah. Of and I'm, I'm doing it the same I just did before, and I start hearing that laughter and the and this and that, yeah. and I look over and they're on the floor again. The two Cone brothers. That's great. Get out. That's and, so uh, cool. Okay. And we finish up, and she goes, "Erwin, very good. Thank you very much." And I go, "Thank you." Okay. Mm-hmm. And I get up and I leave. Uh-huh. Right. Jeez. I did the best I could do. And I walked out to my car, no fuck you, fuck you. 
None of that. No <laughs> punching myself. Right. I just did the best I could do. Now it's up to up to the gods. Well, yeah, you and clearly made an God impression. Right? Smiled upon you. Well, yeah. And uh, then I get a, a week later. I get another phone call from the casting director's office. They want to see me again. Again. Yeah. Okay. I, you know this happens. You yeah. know, sometimes I've I've had to go in there for a second audition, but this time when I get there. There's other parts there. Yeah. Not, the, not, my, not Wheezy Joe, but other roles. And people are going, yeah, I got a week. I got 10 days. I got six days. I got three days. And they're talking about this. And they're also, you know, the Cone brothers wanted to see them again. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So finally it's my turn. And I go in. Hello, hello. And we start to read. And they're sitting on the couch. And we start reading. And the next thing I know, they're laughing and they're on the floor. <laughs> Wow. Wow. They're back on the floor. That Again. fantastic. Yeah. And then they go, can you do it a fourth time? <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, we did it a fourth it's time. Now. You're making and them laugh. through it, and uh, we're having fun, right? Mm-hmm. And I turn on, and I look over at the Cone Brothers. They're on the floor again wow. laughing. They liked you, man. They, they like the, the floor. They like the floor. They like the floor. Anyway, this time we only waited three days. Three days, and, and I called my manager up, and I said, you know, this is long enough for them to make up their minds, you know, sure. more than enough. So he calls over the casting director, and the cast, and, he's, and the, my manager says, well, do you want him or not for the part? And she tells him, yeah, he's our first choice, but I don't know, maybe we'll go to New York and see what's there. Oh. And he goes, but if he's your first choice, why don't you just hire him already, okay? Yeah. You put him through hell. Jesus. Yeah. And, and the next thing you know, he said... She slams slams the phone, the uh, phone down, and that was it. That was it. An Damn. hour later, I got booked. That's great. Get out of here. And that's the story. Well, so did you put George that? Clooney on the floor? <laughs> did that, they laugh when you shot it with George Clooney? Yeah, shooting that scene was with George Clooney. Was he on the floor laughing too? He's bumbling and George. Yeah. yeah, yeah. George almost broke. Really? Yeah. He he loved it. He had a great time. It's funny yeah, dialogue. It's a funny scene. It's it a is. very funny scene. And is that it works. It two really people? does. Yeah. It's the funniest scene in the movie. It's, it's, it's got an yeah. award the funniest for scene in the movie. one of the funniest scenes of the year. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, it's 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 probably the only award, award I really won was was for that. For that scene. For it's a great scene. the funniest scene of the year, yeah. It's a great scene. Yeah, just the dialogue so clever. You're like, uh, that's extra. <laughs> She's not going to suffer, well, is she? That's extra. The, yeah. the dialogue, the direction, and the choice of the actors. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, combination. And, uh, it, the scene just worked. And uh, uh, George just loved it. And uh, every time he sees me, he gives me a kiss. Oh, wow, that's That's nice. cool. Yeah. That's great. He seems yeah. like a pretty classy guy, though. You know? Yeah. What was it like working with him? It was great. It was great. He's just, you know, uh, uh, it's funny. I had worked, uh, I had done a thing with David Lynch called uh, On the Air. It was a TV series. Mm-hmm. We did seven episodes, uh, directed and produced by David Lynch. Wow. And uh, it starred Miguel Ferrer. Yeah. And, right. Uh, George Clooney's cousin. Yeah. I mentioned to George, hey, I, I know your cousin, Miguel. And and then he, he was telling me the story about Miguel. If it wasn't for Miguel, he never would have been an actor. Really? And really? Miguel dragged him here and said, you got to come out here. They're going to eat you up. You're going to do real well. Really? And he listened to him. He came out here. 
And uh, he never stopped working. The rest just never looked back. Yeah, yeah, that's who, pretty neat. How about that? Who are some that? other uh, memorable actors you've worked with? Who are some? Of your and who favorites? did you enjoy, or who was really kind of quirky, or you know, eccentric? Who, most memorable for yeah. you? Yeah. Who do you, who do you have the most interesting or fun memories of? Well, when I was when I first came to California, I got a part in this movie. It was called. It's now called The Asylum. Right. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I was in college and moved to New York that time in my life, um, my favorite movie at the time was was this movie called Oh, Lucky Man. Uh-huh. Mm. And uh, it starred Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell. McDowell. And here I am. I'm doing the very first scene with Malcolm. I'm digging graves for him. <laughs> and cool. I'm in the gr- I'm, I'm three feet in the ground digging this grave. And I'm looking up, and there's Malcolm McDowell, and I'm saying to myself, I can't believe it. I'm, I'm working with my favorite actor of all time. <laughs> That's really That's cool. That's so cool. At one time, he was my favorite actor. Yeah, yeah. Were you a big fan of Clockwork Orange? Was that before mm-hmm. or after of, Clockwork Orange? Of Clockwork Orange. Orange that- no, well, I, it was okay, but my favorite movie was Oh, Lucky Man okay. that he had done. Yeah. And uh, I must have seen it 15, to- 15 wow. or 20 times. Really? Wow. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan big of that fan, movie. Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's what I think is one of the things that's so cool about you. You are a fan. Not only are you a legendary actor yourself, but you're a fan. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, uh, I love movies. I, uh, I like watching old movies. I like silent movies. I like all kinds of movies. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I appreciate what I see. Mm-hmm. You know, the making of the film. Yes. You know, uh, all the different pieces that go into it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, I've always had that thing. I've loved movies. Mm. Yeah, it's a yeah. blessing. Yeah. It shows in your work, and you clearly are someone who is an, an actor's actor, an actor who loves to, to act. What, are, are you, what kind of parts are you driven toward? Are you, I mean, since you've been in a lot of horror films, is that what you most like to do, or do you just whatever is interesting a role? I take them one job at a time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, one job at a time. Yeah, and you. Yeah. Uh, that's you know whatever. What work is work, and when I work, I do the best I could do. Yeah, just to work as an actor is a blessing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's have a, a career as an actor. Yeah. From television, you did voiceover work for video games and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you've done a bunch of video games too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In the be- when they first started the video games. Oh, that's awesome. That's you know, really cool. The, the, in the beginning of the video games, yeah. What yeah. was that process like? What yeah. did, like? It was different than the video games today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the video 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 games today they uh, they they mic you uh, in front of a blue screen, mm-hmm. and basically that's it's all blue screened. Where back then it was actually kind of you did it like you were shooting a movie, yeah. uh, and then they would stop it and and then. Uh, the audience would choose A, B, or C scene, and then they cut to that scene that way. Oh, yeah, so sure. So you had to do, you know, at different moments, you had to do a scene differently. Oh, that's awesome. That seems harder. <laughs> well, uh, it's a job. It's a job. Yeah. A different kind of job. I don't know it was hard. It's to test your acting, you know, experience yeah. and abilities. and You're, you're do doing their words, you know. Yeah, sure, sure, it's sure. what they want. That's cool. So you've traveled a lot in your 35-year career. Where, where are some of the places you've gone to to, to film? 
Uh, I've been to Romania. I shot two movies there, the Oblivion movies. Oh, great. Wow. Sci-fi westerns uh, yeah. for, for Charlie Band. Uh, you know, we lived on Roadkill for two months, for uh, three months. Wow. Uh, the conditions were tough there, but... You lived on Roadkill? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, elaborate on elaborate that a little bit. Elaborate on yeah. that, please. Yes, please. <laughs> there was no food there. I mean, everything was really limited, you know? Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. You know, uh, they promised us a chef, and when we got there, there was there was no chef wow. and no food. And for three months you were there shooting, or yeah. both films yeah. back-to-back kind of thing? Yeah, or? it was all li- kind of limited what you got to eat. Wow. You're kidding. No. It was like being on Survivor. Kind of. or, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, without the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the fanboys love you, and we'll get into a couple of your fanboy movies in yeah. a minute, but who do you get recognized as? Mostly as? Yeah, which part or which? Oh, it's, it's, it's mostly House of a Thousand Corpses, okay. horror cool. people. Yeah. And uh, also Friday the 13th, and the, or the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah. yeah, let's Classic. talk about the Warriors a little bit. Yeah, one of my favorite films growing up, as yeah. most people. Well, I was actually supposed to play Ajax. That's right, James Remar's character. Hey, James yeah. Remar's character. And yep. uh, when they started casting, they realized the gang was younger than me. Oh, okay. And they yeah. said, you can't play Ajax, but you'll play the guy who beats him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's <fun>. police officer <laughs> Irwin, yeah. I got to play the guy who beat up, beat up Ajax. And uh, uh, that's a memorable scene because he gets there's an undercover cop and he gets uh, handcuffed to the bench and then you guys come running in. Yeah, yeah. They gave me a great close up. Yeah, good little they stunt. Did. Yes, it was a stunt in the car there. And, yeah, you know I'm a fucking fun. wimp to James Remar. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but he got his ass kicked. Oh yeah, he right, sure did. Yeah, man. This wimp kicked his ass. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. To this day, yeah, you can go back and watch it right now if you wanted yeah. to. Yep. That's great. That's a lot of fun. What a great movie. What about the Exterminator movies? Yeah, those are cult those, classics. I got to believe people come up to you about those because those are just so fun. so fun. Those are more cultish. Yeah. Oh, big time. Be- yeah. yeah. I used to play a lot on TV 30, 25 years ago. Now it doesn't play like it did then. Sure. Um I mean, the the kill scenes are so over the They're top. They're so over the top. Oh, it's kill awesome. Scenes. The it, kill yeah. scenes. It's great if the you're a horror grinder, fan. The meat grinder or just like over the top action movie fan. You know what I mean? It's super cult adventure action. And you get to grab someone around you beat the up that guy. And the guy has that Puerto Rican <laughs> claw. There's like the claw in the back yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. holding him with the chain. Oh, it's the coolest. Yeah, that was a good shot. Yeah. 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 It was a fun scene. And then you're in the yeah. second one, too, with, with Mario, Mario Van, Van Peebles. Peebles. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. cool too with all the torches and you guys put that cop on the uh, on the tra- the well, subway the, track. Uh, yeah. The first one was uh, after we did the first one. Um I was eaten by rats at the very end. Right. Of yeah. The movie, right? Yeah. Which and, is awesome. Uh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> and uh, basically I heard they were doing Exterminator 2. So I went up to the producer. See, this is where actors got you know, you got to use your brains. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to sometimes talk them into using you again. Uh-huh. So, I, you know, he, as far as he was concerned, he thought I was dead in the movie. All right. And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> Watch the movie. You'll see the reporter says one of the... Uh, one of the ghetto ghouls is still barely hanging on and barely alive after the uh, after being eaten by rats. 
And I said, it had to be me because I was the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? And I talked him into using me in the second one. Oh, that's awesome. That's brilliant. So yeah. I got a couple of weeks of work on the second one. Good for you. Second movie. And then he said, he gets me on the side. He says, this time you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I know you had the great scene in the Jeffersons. We talked about it a little bit. Hugo, a few episodes, right? Few epi- or it was a like a two-episode. Of- I, did, I did six episodes. Yeah. But it started the first one, and uh, I would walk out on the stage, and the audience took one look at me, and they fell in love with me, and they started laughing. Wow. That's great. And, I mean, when they laugh, it was contagious. Yeah. The, the laughter in that audience. Yeah. Wasn't it wasn't canned laughter like today? No, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. the real laugh laughers. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, that must have been great as yeah. an actor to be. It would feed you to to have that reaction. Well, yeah. you have to know what you're doing because you have to wait till the laughter started dying down, and then deliver the line. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you say the line, they're back laughing again. Right. <laughs> and uh, it was like it was a certain pacing, and I got through it. Not bad for the first time I ever did a sitcom. Yeah, Hell not yeah. bad at all. I never did one like that before, but but they just fell in love with me, the uh, the, the producers. Yeah. And uh, then they started writing for me. Oh, that's and great. I ended up doing six episodes. That's fantastic. Yeah, wow. we saw you uh, shared a lot of time with, uh, yeah. with Sherman Hemsley. You guys had a lot of scenes together, you and... Uh... And then 25... I always tell this story. 25 years later... I go to a, uh, Jefferson's reunion. You do? Wow. They had a reunion and at one of these autograph shows. And I, and I walk in, and there's Sherman Hemsley. I walk up to him, and he looks at me and goes, You go, what are you doing here? <laughs> he didn't know my name, but he remembered he knew your me. Character's my name? character, you Sure, sure, sure. And, you know, so it was very funny. Yeah. What are you doing here, Hugo? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, the the, the episode I remember most having saw was the one where you're trying to find a wife. You're trying to get married. Yeah, you you, decided you you need to get married. Yeah. yeah, And you're kind of just settling. And you're trying (laughs) to meet from my suite. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. It was really funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a great episode of that. It was, yeah, yeah. Very fun. You've done a lot of TV. I mean, your credits include Growing Pains, 30-something, Married with Children, Moonlighting. What yeah. Were, like, what, so you worked with Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard. Yeah, the, we, uh, it was a reshoot of uh, an opening, and uh, basically we, co- we come into this uh, hotel room, and we pick up the TV, and we uh, we smash it into into a thousand pieces, wow. and then we w- turn around and walk out, and that was the opening for the show. Oh, that's oh, really that's cool! Great, Erwin. Do you have anything you want to say to the fans before we go? We're running out of time here. Yeah, I wrote this uh, screenplay. Keep that dog alive. Okay. And uh, uh, we're trying to get it made. It's about a dog. And uh, oh. anyway, I wrote a rap song for it. Oh Can yeah, you do a little. It was basically. Keep that dog alive. Oh, yeah. Keep that dog alive. Oh, yeah. Keep that dog alive. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. a hit. It's going to be all over the internet. You so, can download yeah. it on iTunes. Folks, thanks for joining us at the Herald of Modcast. Erwin oh, yeah. Keys, thank you so much for joining Thanks, us. Thank you, Irwin. Thank you. It's a blessing. This has been great. We'll do it again sometime. Keep this dog alive. And keep this dog alive, <laughs> folks. That's all. <laughs> That's all.